0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org party today. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today we're going to talk about being who you are and showing up as your authentic self. And I know authenticity is one of those words that sometimes gets overused and sometimes even gets used to the extent that we're, you know, trying to be our authentic self, which, you know, is not something you can try to do. It's something that you already are, right? You just have to fall into it and allow yourself to be that even more. But I also think it's a really powerful concept in a world where we are often taught to mold ourselves to other people's expectations, or even to our own internalized beliefs about what society expects from us, right? What we have learned that we should be. In a world that really keeps reinforcing, right? That you need to do that, that you need to change yourself to fit an external or internalized standard, it can be really, really hard sometimes to tap into your own authenticity, So that is the topic for today. And I think it's a really important topic because it's always been explained to me, and I'm going to get it from the guides right now, that part of what we're here to do while we're having this human experience and experiencing this human container is to express our own unique perspective, our own uniqueness. And as you've often heard me say, we are all An individuated little emanation of the one divine source of God, of all that is, whatever words work for you. Um, But we're all also in this incarnated form, unique, and our souls are unique. And it's that uniqueness that is the really cool thing that you come here to express. And that is really your gift back to all that is, right? So your uniqueness is a beautiful expression of your own inner divinity, and it's part of what you are here on earth to do, to inhabit that, to express that, to live in alignment with that. And again, the guides say to be an expression of the one divine source right? That is who and what you really are. So when we get lost in the delusion and the confusion of this human experience, and we forget that, right? We get lost into all these ideas of who we think we should be, what we think we should do, how we think we should act. You know, you are actually depriving the world of the greatest gift that you have to offer, which is yourself. So I want to take a minute and just let us pause on that. You are the gift, right? Both to yourself, but also to the planet. <sighs> but I do think that to some extent, everything in life conspires against us tuning in to our own inner divinity and our own uniqueness. And instead, we learn from the get-go, there are certain ways that we have to be. There are certain standards that we have to follow, we have to adhere to, we have to match whatever the word should be for standards. I'm not really getting it right now. But anyway, we have to match ourselves to these external standards. And in so doing, we we lose touch with our own selves, our inner selves. We lose touch with what truly brings us joy. We lose touch with our uniqueness and the things that make us special and different. We learn that we have to be a certain way or we're not valuable, we're not worthy, we're not good enough, we're not lovable. And of course, friends, you've heard me say this again and again. All of those things were given to you at birth, right? You are beautiful. You are lovable. You are amazing. And the journey on earth isn't chasing those things. It's allowing them to come through, right? It's allowing yourself to revel in your own beauty, your own intelligence, your own amazingness, your own worthiness, your own lovability and to share that by being who you are and sharing who you truly are with the world. Sound good? Yeah. It sounds good to me too. And I promise you, the more that you do that, the more you embrace your uniqueness, the more the world will cheer. Sometimes it takes a while because we have some beliefs that say, you know, it's not safe. But once you get through that and you really are who you are and you really have more confidence in being that and following that, in being true to yourself, mm mm-hmm right? Your true, highest, deepest, truest self. Once you start to do that, man, the sky's the limit and you'll start to attract in all the things in your life that will jibe with who you really are. And again, you will also have that amazing experience of sharing your gifts with the world, which again, it's what you're here to do. So I want to share a little bit about what motivated this topic. And this is a topic that I love to talk about, but what motivated it this time is that I am hiring a new personal assistant. And the person who's been helping me out with the podcast is moving on, which makes me really sad, but also really happy because it was a moment where I think the two of us realized that she's not happy doing things the way that I do them anymore and um, is ready to move on. And I think, you know, those are those authentic moments where we can say, this is what I need for me. And when it doesn't work for one person, you know, it doesn't work for anyone. And again, so a lot of times honoring yourself is knowing deeply what is true, what is what is going to serve you right now, and also allowing that when we honor those inner inclinations, when we listen to ourselves, when we value ourselves, we understand that it's also going to be what's best for the other person, right? Because who wants someone working for you that isn't happy, right? That isn't feeling it, right? That's not a good vibe. So anyhow, still sad though, because she's been amazing and such a blessing, But anyway, so I started to interview some new people and I'm finding something very interesting happening. I put out some ads on Facebook and I'm finding that a lot of people are sending me messages and trying to figure out what it is that I'm looking for. And then, you know, telling me, yep, 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 that's exactly what I do. You know, yep, I love your podcast. Uh, Can you tell me a little bit about it? Uh, You know, intuitive connection, right? They haven't listened. And, you know, they're telling me, oh, I can do this, I can do that. When it's really clear that uh, one person even went so far as to say English was their first language when it really didn't sound that way by their texts, right? And again, I'm not judging people when I'm trying to hire the next person for the job. What I'm trying to find is the person that's going to be most aligned, right? The person that I'm going to really vibe with and work well with. The person that's going to really love the job, right? Because one of the things that made my last PA so amazing is that she was really excited about what she was doing. And it shows. It shows. It was a pleasure to work with her. And it was a pleasure for some of the things that she put out from you all, like the energy was beautiful because she was excited about it, right? And who doesn't want to be around someone who's excited about doing what they're doing? Me. And also, right, who doesn't want to be excited about what they're doing? Come on. Plenty of people listen to shows like this. Plenty of people call me for individual sessions because they want to be passionate about their work. And a lot of times what takes us out of that passion is this idea of what we should be doing, right? Rather than listening to our heart, listening to our soul, which will always guide you. So anyhow, and not everyone's like this, but I was thinking about all of these people who are sort of yes-mamming it on these interviews and on their uh, responses to my queries for applicants who really are just trying to give me what I want without thinking about their qualifications at all and without probably also thinking about what would serve them. And I think it's also really sad when we do that because we miss what our gifts truly are, right? You could say, well, you know, I've never done that before, but here's what I'm really good at. And see, maybe that would entice me and intrigue me and I would be like, well, you know, I thought I was looking for that. But when you put it that way, what you have to offer sounds really interesting. Or maybe it's just not the right fit. And that's okay too. Because when we operate in the idea of abundance rather than scarcity, right? When we allow ourselves to understand that everything we need is out there and that everything that we desire and every, you know, the universe will constantly flow in our direction, that which meets our highest and truest vibration, and sometimes not our highest and truest one, by the way. But it's really nice when we're flowing with the current and, bringing in those things that really do align with us. And we understand that we don't worry as much about, you know, trying to grab everything that passes. We know that the right fit will come, right? We know that the right fit will come for us and for others and that we know that we don't even want the thing that's not the right fit. We don't even want that. Certainly not if we have to pretend to be something we're not. Right? If you got to cut off both of your arms to fit through the door, that is not the door for you. You know what I mean? You got it? But I think oftentimes we've been taught to do that. And that's what I was seeing. And of course, there's been other people that are applying that are just you know, totally authentic and totally awesome and not really trying to sell me at all, just letting me know what they do, letting me know what they bring to the table. A lot of them have great confidence and also saying like, I think I can do this, but I'm not sure if I can do that. And that's really good information too, because you know we want to be forthright in a job and really anything to trust that when we are ourselves... We're going to attract in right the best fit and that when we are aligned, we're going to have the best relationships. We're going to have the best jobs. We're going to have the best life and we're going to learn more and more what truly brings us joy and live our lives from there. And again, isn't that what you want? I know that's what I want. It's what I enjoy. Ha. Ah. So I'm hoping this isn't sounding too much like a lecture because I also know again that all those people that have applied for this job, right, they may really want the hours, they might really want the money, and they also might really, you know, believe that they do have what they are offering me, right? Or they may even believe that, right, they're listening deeply to the job application and following that and matching that. And I think that's also because so many of us have been taught to sort of just automatically do what we think is expected, right? Rather than really tuning into the situation and seeing what really resonates and what flows. So when we think about authenticity, right? It's really about learning to honor those natural inclinations, learning to be bold in who we are, right? And learning that who you are is enough. And that the more you can express what is uniquely amazing about you, the more you can attract the people, the situations, the circumstances, the things that will vibe with your highest and truest calling, right? It is a win-win. And you will also start to attract in the people that really appreciate you for what you uniquely bring to the table. And again, that's what we want, right? And that's what the world needs. The world needs the expression of your gifts. You know, a while ago, I was having a conversation with someone who is also a psychic and intuitive and is really careful not to use terms like my gifts because she does not want other people to believe that the psychic ability is a special gift or intuition is a special gift that only she has, right? And she recognizes that we all have multisensory awareness. We all have connection to our higher selves. We all have intuition. And so she doesn't want to give the impression that, you know, it's a special thing that I have and you don't. And as you know, if you listen to this show, I am a thousand percent on board with that message. But the one place that we differ, and this is just language, really, it's not the message, is that I am all about my gifts and I'm all about talking about my gifts and I'm all about talking about sharing my gifts because I believe we are all gifted right? We're just all gifted in unique ways. And my gifts are my special sauce and my contribution to the world. And your gifts are yours. And I'm so proud of all of the things that I bring to the table. I really truly am. And I get really excited about really just tuning in and reveling to where my soul shines. And I also really enjoy tuning into other people's gifts and helping them connect or sometimes just marveling at the amazingness of other beings on this planet. Because every human being I encounter is really amazing in their own unique way. And when they're really, really aligned and when I can really see them in their element, oh my God, it's it's a magnificent thing. And wouldn't it be amazing too if the world was more like that where people had more opportunities and more freedom to really just express their gift and live in their happy place and live in that level of alignment and really share their special sauce with the world in an uninhibited manner. I mean, wowza. That would be amazing. Don't y'all think? I do. I also think that will be a world more and more where we can... Have fun and play because your gifts, right? They're gifts of love. They're gifts of your soul. They're gifts of joy. And when we're playing with them, they're like our favorite toys, right? When we are in our authentic selves and we are sharing our gifts with the world, it's really like playing with your favorite, favorite, favorite toy. And you know, those toys can change, but yeah, anyhow, it's just grand. That's all I'm going to say. But again, I think so many of us have been taught rather than being ourselves and expressing that. We've been taught that we have to make ourselves a certain way to please others, right? And to meet certain external standards, which may or may not have anything to do with what is our own special, unique contribution to the planet. Now, sometimes I see people will look to an external standard and they'll feel like, wow, I wish I was smart or I wish I was pretty or I wish I was something that they already are right? So sometimes those longings of external are really parts of yourself that just want to awaken, right? And we want to rediscover those things within. And there is nothing wrong with that. I would say if you see and value something in someone else, it's true of you already because you saw it, because you recognized it. It's already there, right? And you know, okay, maybe if you watch, I don't know who is a good basketball player now, but Michael Jordan was a good one of my day, right? So if you watch Michael Jordan play basketball, you may or may not get to play that well in this body. But there might be things about his determination, right? Or his freedom of movement, his creativity, his focus, right? Those kinds of things, when we see them, they're true of ourselves as well. They're latent things that we can develop. And the guides say it's actually very rare that human beings covet gifts that they can't truly express within themselves and that most people watch someone like Michael Jordan because they are just amazed by his abilities and his ability to express his physical prowess, his physical gifts here on this planet. And very few people say, I got to be able to do that too. So that's good. (laughs) That takes some of the weight off of that example. Ah, right. But they say there probably are other basketball players that chased what he did, right, and wanted to do it the way that he did it because he was so acclaimed, rather than Tuning into their own gifts, which might have been being a team player. It might have been knowing where to pass the ball, right? Maybe they couldn't fly in the air the way he could, which was pretty amazing. But maybe they were really smart players, or maybe they were great team players, or maybe they were really aggressive or really good at defense, right? And so even on the basketball court, right, there's not one way to be a star. There's not one way. There's a million ways. And Probably the guides say what made Michael Jordan so great was that he learned early on how to be himself and how to tune into his soul's gifts. The other thing they remind me too, and this brings us to that topic of comparison, is that when you're comparing yourself to someone else, it's always apples to oranges. And we don't know what another soul's plan is when they came to this body. We don't even always know what our own was. And so the more we can revel in being the best at who we are according to our own internal metric, meaning living in alignment and asking again and again, setting that intention to live in alignment with our soul and to express and and to do what our soul is here to do to the best of our ability, right? That is actually, again, a level of authenticity. It's really aligning with being the best of who you really are. And again, we may live in a world that says Michael Jordan is way more important than a really good shoe shiner, but maybe, you know, someone can take great joy in shining shoes. It's only the world that tells us that certain things are more valuable than others. And again, this takes us out of our own authenticity. Got it? I was thinking too about some of times in relationships, because this is another place where this happens, right? Where you feel that and you've been taught that, I need to be a certain way to be likable. I need to be cool and strong and rich for the girls to like me, or I have to be skinny. And, you know, ditzy, I hope those days are over, but, you know, that conditioning is still out there for some women, you know, in order to be attractive to men. I see this all the time. I have a very hearty appetite. I am a big eater, right? But when I go to France, that is a little frowned upon, right? Being really, really hungry and eating a lot, it's not ladylike, (laughs) right? So um, unfortunately, my husband, who is French, does not have a problem with it. But, The point is, right, we learn these little things and we learn these little cultural standards and we learn that in order to make ourselves desirable to someone else, we have to not be who we are. And again, if you have to cut your arms off to fit through the door, is that really the right door for you? I would say probably not. But I think some of us too might really... Get stuck because there's so much conditioning about who you're supposed to be. A lot of people lose touch with who we really are, right? We lose touch with those natural inclinations. We lose touch with our gifts. We might even think sometimes some people have been taught that their gifts are liabilities, like really creative people who are a little, you know, I don't know anyone like that who (laughs) just kind of like, you know, ramble and talk with no filter, right? That's a really good one. I'm going to use a personal example, right? Uh, I don't always have a filter. I'm getting better, but I tend to be a little stream of consciousness, right? But that's how I do these podcasts. And that's how I do my sessions. And that's how my guidance speaks through me. So I have learned how to be super organized, believe it or not, in my presentations if I need to be. I have a PhD in psychology. I gave talks at Princeton University, PowerPoints as part of my master's program. I've taught on the graduate level. So I do actually know how to Organize information. I'm actually pretty good at it. But, right, when I do these talks, I just let her rip. I let her flow. And that to me is the best way for me to get out of the way and let my intuition work. And that's how I do my sessions and my classes as well. I might have an idea before about what I want to talk about. And sometimes I even have an outline. It sort of depends on what I'm given by the guides and what feels right. Um, But I do have this ability to get out of the way in the moment and just let whatever wants to come through, come through. Now, some people in my family might say, you know, mom, well, now you know who the people are. (laughs) You need to get a filter. And they may be right. But the point is, is that sometimes even the things that we've been taught our whole lives are wrong when we use them in the best way and when we align with them are actually very, very, very valuable and very, very right. So it's important to know that sometimes those parts of ourselves that we have shunned because someone told us they were no good are sometimes our greatest gifts. Other times, we just don't really recognize right the beautifulness that we bring to the earth because we have been spending so much time molding ourselves into a shape that doesn't really fit. And so if that sounds like you, if you've lost touch with what you really love, if you don't even really know what's special about you, go back to looking at what brings you joy, right? Go back to what excites you. And you can also go back to what excited you as a child, because young children tend to be naturally authentic. That child before people started to tell you that it wasn't okay to play, that it wasn't okay to do this. So usually before about six or seven years old, that child, and sometimes... Unfortunately, some of us have had that kind of coercive conditioning even earlier on, but young children, like, what did you love to play with? What were you excited about? What was your fantasy life like? You know, what were your favorite toys? That will give you a little bit of an inkling. Who were your friends and why? You start to look at those things. You start to go back to that childhood and you'll start to find that little thread of excitement. And it's that little thread of excitement, that little thread of curiosity The guides say that little thread of unbridled joy. Ooh, I love that. That is the thread that takes you back to your authentic self. And you don't have to go back to childhood either. You can just start to tune into what seems fun, what seems exciting, right? Get one of those continuing ed books and just start to look through and circle the things that sound fun, right? That's one way to discover what it really excites you. Notice what do people say that they like about me? That's another one to really discover your authentic self. And again, sometimes people like things about us that we would rather not be, right? If someone says, I like that you always say yes, <sighs> that does not mean that you have to always say yes. That means you, you might need some new friends. <laughs> right? So it has to be things that when you hear them, they make you feel grand. But oftentimes too, if we allow it, other people will give us the feedback about what's special about us. We just have to learn to take it in. And then the other way that I really like to discover, you know, my special qualities or help people discover their special qualities is start to think about the people that you really look up to and not who you've been taught to look up to. Because sometimes we've been taught that certain people are, you know, not your parents' idols or religious figures that you've been taught that you have to follow, But people that authentically speak to you, who really excites you? It could be a celebrity. It could be a famous person. It could be someone in your life that you've just always thought was amazing. It could be a dear friend. But who do you really admire? And then you write down what are the qualities about that person that I really admire. And you just, you kind of free flow this. This is an intuitive kind of feeling into it kind of exercise. It's what comes to you. It's not a mind exercise at all. And you start to flow into what are those qualities. So I'll give you an example. I was always really moved by Paul Newman, the actor. Um in fact, I may or may not have uh, chosen my town in Connecticut based on the fact that he lived there. I don't know, Not a stalker at all. Just thought it was cool that he lived in Westport, and that's what got it on the radar. True story. And I did get to see him a couple times, and he was amazing. What did I like about Paul Newman, other than the blue eyes? I loved about Paul Newman was that, you know, he was a very successful actor, but he seemed really humble. He just had this sense of humility about him. And I know that when I met him, not like directly, but a couple of times cross paths, he was also someone who, even if you were really uncomfortable, was very personable. And could make you feel very comfortable, even around someone as famous as him. And I thought that was really cool. There was an air of authenticity around him and humility. And, you know, he he was thinking about you and making you comfortable. And I thought that was really beautiful. The other thing that I really liked about him was just that he was someone who, though he was very famous and he shared his talent and his gift with the world over the years, um, he also, in his second career, you know, created a beautiful, beautiful business where he gave, millions of dollars to charity and used his fame to give back to the world. And I thought that was really cool too. So years ago, I was doing this exercise with a life coach and I still love this one and share it. And so she had me write down the qualities that I really respected about Paul Newman. And I came up with things like, I love his authenticity. I love his humility. I love his talent. I love his charisma. I love... The fact that he wants to share his gifts with the world. I love the fact that he's committed to giving back to the world, right? I put all those things down on a piece of paper. And then she said, and I believe this and I teach this, she said, if you can recognize this in someone else, then it's already true about you. And it was a light bulb moment, right? Right? Because all of those things that I really respected about him were things that either I had already begun to experience and honor in myself or latent traits and qualities that I really were ready and wanting to be expressed. So look at what you admire about others in that deep, again, authentic way. And again, authenticity grows when we're authentic, but it's the gift that keeps on giving. Tune in intuitively. See what speaks to you. See what qualities in others really excite you because chances are they're already true in you and they just need to be nurtured more. In fact, they are already true in you. If you can see it in someone else, friend, it's true about you as well. And that they're just the little seeds that are there that want you to tune back into them to help express them so that they can grow and flourish, All right. So when we talk about being our authentic self, it's not about being a certain way. It's not about how can I try to be authentic and how can I be like that person who's authentic? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Being your authentic self is loving yourself as you are honoring your own uniqueness, and then aligning with your highest self and saying, please, universe, divine, higher self, source, use me as a vessel to express my own gifts, my own beauty, my own joy, and my own inner divinity, right? And when we set that intention, then we live our lives in alignment, and we can show up as we really and truly are. And that, my friend, is the biggest gift that you have to offer to yourself and to the world. All right, I think that's all that is coming through today. I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this episode or your feelings, experiences, what resonates, what doesn't, all of that good stuff. You can always find me through my website, victoriashawintuitive.com, or join us over in the Facebook group, Intuitive Connection Community, where we have lots of amazing discussions about the topics that are covered in these episodes. I do additional live teachings, and of course, when we have guests, they're over there too. So I hope to see you there, and I you. have additional live teachings and host Facebook lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world?